The following is a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC 90.3 FM. Welcome to the Wesleyan Airway, a show where we get to talk about a myriad of topics with wonderful people. Today, I am most humbled to have Miss Peggy Greer, who her title is the assistant of academics, although if you've been around Kentucky Wesleyan College at all, you understand that she runs the majority of the campus and, and assistant is a name and title only. Um, Peggy, you have been here for how many years? First of all, thank you so much for coming on the show. You're welcome. And, and I, I gathered you were a little bit nervous. A little. And you shouldn't. You sound wonderful. Well, thank you. And, you know, at 25, you should be a thank little you. bit more <laughs> up for being in front of the, the microphone. So... <laughs> You've been at, at Kentucky Wesleyan College for how long? 37 years. 37 years. So you started pretty much the day you were born. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, I was pretty young. <laughs> well, I want to get into a little bit of, uh, you've seen more than just about anybody else on this campus and, and, and more about Kentucky Wesleyan College than just about anybody in Owensboro or Davis County for that matter. So, um, but I, I do start with a particular question just to for, for those who may not be quite as familiar with the second floor of the administration building. I ask for you quickly just to give me a summary of your life from birth to that sofa. Well, I was born here in Owensboro mm-hmm. and I grew up in Utica, Kentucky, which is just a small little city about 10 miles out of Owensboro. Okay. And I went to Utica Elementary School and then I went to Apollo Junior High at the time. Mm-hmm. While I was there, right the first year, they turned it into a high school. So we Did stayed there. Did you get to there. skip any grades? No, we didn't get to skip. I just stayed there for six years. I think it was six years. Anyway, we were the. I was one of the th- third class to graduate from Apollo High School. Well, congratulations. Well, thank you. So that's pretty much. And then about 10 years later, I came to work here for... So what, what happened in, in the intermediate of those 10 years, if I may ask? Oh, sure. I worked for um, the uh, Davis County Treasurer's Office mm-hmm. for a few couple of years. And then I worked for an oil and gas company. Okay. And I came from that oil and gas company to here. So students are always asking, how do you go out and get that job? So your first job was with the Davis County Uh, Treasurer's Office. How how did you get that job? I don't know. I have been so fortunate. I put in an application. Mm -hmm. At the time, it was called the Manpower Office. I'm not sure what it's called. Career, I'm sure, something now. And they just called me. So And they liked something they saw. Evidently. (laughs) So you went in, you had an interview. Uh, a little, yes, a little interview. But and then they hired much. you, and, and then you, you you left there and went? To Orbit Gas Company. Now, which, why did you leave? Uh, I was being paid on a government program, and the program okay. ran, ran out. Okay. So, that's when um, I went to Orbit Gas. And, and you applied at Orbit Gas, yes. went through that process. They yes. brought you in and interviewed you. Yes. And you were there for how long? Um... Here. I don't know, six years. Six years? Right. And then you came to Kentucky Wesleyan College. Yes, yes. So what prompted that move? Well, um, and luckily for us anyway, but, but what prompted that move? In the beginning, for a few years, I just worked in the fall and spring semester, mm-hmm. and I took off in the summer to be with my daughter. Here at, at Kentucky Wesleyan College? Here at Kentucky Wesleyan College. In which Wesleyan, office were you working at that time? The academic dean's office. Really? I have never been anywhere so else. So they closed that entire office in the summer? No, no, no. They had two people in that office. Okay. I worked part time okay. and they had a full time person. Okay. 
And uh, she retired and someone else came in. Mm -hmm. And then when the second person came in and retired, my daughter was a freshman in high school. And I thought, well, maybe I should. Was she at Apollo? She was at Apollo. Yes. Yes. I thought, well, maybe I should go back to work full time. She'll be going to college soon. And that's what I did. And I've worked full time ever since. And she's now 46 years old. So, And where does she live? She lives in Central City, Kentucky. She okay. teaches kindergarten at Central City Elementary and ah. coaches softball at Muhlenberg County High School. Okay. So she, she teaches kindergartners and coaches high school kids. Yes. <laughs> if, if you were to ask her, which one does she enjoy more? And she may enjoy she both of them. Those. She does. She loves those little ones. They yeah. are special to her. That's a fun age. It right? is. It, you're, you're, they're still being molded. They still have mm-hmm. the wonder in their eyes. Everything is brand new. And they tell everything she says. <laughs> <laughs> which, which parents may not always exactly. enjoy. Exactly. Yes. So you've been here since that time, 37 years. And describe a typical day for you. Oh, sometimes I just... Don't ever have a typical day. That's what's so good about this job. <laughs> it kind of, the day kind of plans my day. You know, mm-hmm. I come in and if there's a faculty member out sick and I have to notify the students or put a sign on the door, that's mm-hmm. how my day starts off. And then um, usually I have projects this time of the year. I'm preparing for honors convocation, commencement, mm-hmm. baccalaureate. And I work on those projects. I do all the faculty contracts. I try to stay ahead of those. And so, and student evaluations, which okay. are very time consuming. So, I Yes, that, that can be very important, though. We want to have the student input and we, we need to have that information to make sure that our professors are doing what they should. Now, you said you work on faculty contracts and I noticed he did not give me one, even though I'm teaching. So I'm a little bit upset by that. I ask if I was supposed to do a contract for you. I ask. And I was told no. But I do have your evaluations package. So after midterms. So even though I don't get paid, I get evaluated. Yes, yes. Wow. Yes. That's a you're tough. Uh, hey, I take my orders from higher up. <laughs> so Dr. James Cousins is the provost now. Yes. And I know uh, he he perfectly understands that he would not be able to function in your absence. And uh, if he has not told you that, he has told me that. So, but you've worked for other provosts as well. How many provosts have you been through since your time at Kentucky Wesleyan College? Eight. And I have been very fortunate that seven of those eight other provosts have been excellent to work for. I've only had one bad one. I will not ask. No, well, that's fine. We will fine. not say on air. No. We, uh, but that is that is not a bad record. And no, I, so, I'm very, very blessed. Well, let me ask you this. And, and without names, um, people always wonder, how do you deal within the workplace with a person with whom you may not get along? How do you deal with that? So you obviously went through that. You're still here. And and, and so what did you do? It what got just, you up every morning? It was just one year. Okay. And before that, that provost decided they were going to be looking for other mm-hmm. uh, locations to work. I was thinking about moving to the athletic office. There was going to be an opening there. And mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I just can't do this. But he, that person left. 
and I didn't have to. And the next person coming in was fabulous. And I have been ever since. So. Well, I cannot imagine somebody not getting along with you. Um, just, uh, I think they were just an unhappy person. That's what sure. I like to tell myself. Well, and that's a big part of it, right? If you were not happy in your own life, you're not happy doing anything. And so for those listening, you are, you work in the provost's office, but you basically help oversee all things academic. Yes. And that is new faculty, orientation projects, Yes, uh, as you just already mentioned, many of the annual events such as convocation, and, and I'm sure you're, you're a big part of commencement as well, getting all of that ready. But you also deal, I would assume, with faculty who come in and, and sometimes just need a shoulder on which to lean. Is that is that correct? That's true. Um, they can tell me things they may not feel comfortable telling the dean, and I am like a vault. I don't repeat sure. it. And well, um, you wouldn't have made it 37 years if you did. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, and I'm, you know, honored that they feel that way. Mm-hmm. And I do understand their plight a lot of times, but you know, it is what it is. But sometimes, and most of the time, they only want to just get it off their chest and they feel better. Which, sure. That's what I'm there, you know. Somebody so. to whom they can speak. Yes. And like you said, they don't always feel comfortable going to the provost. And, and I see that with, you know, Shanda Prater works in my office. Yes. And and I know people tell her much more than they tell me. And <laughs> and she is the same. She she keeps a very good secret. But sometimes people need to vent. Yes. And and so how do you deal with that? So you're, you're, you're part administrative assistant, part coordinator, part psychologist. <laughs> how, do, how do you deal with those areas? Well, I just listen and I'll just say, you know, I understand, I understand what you're saying, you know, and maybe someday it'll change or, you know, maybe, uh, you know, if you mention this, it can change, uh, whatever their issue is. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, I just feel like venting and that's kind of, I'm there for that. And I would assume with your experience, you've heard some of the same stories over. Yes. Uh, when I remember being a young faculty member and, and thinking in year one, the issues that I thought were so big, by the time I got to year four, year five, it's like, oh, well, that, that wasn't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And so I would bet you're able to kind of let people know, just relax. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So do you have many students who come in? We don't have that many. We have a few. Mm -hmm. I wish more would. But usually um, when they come in, they have an academic problem and Mm -hmm. they're very concerned. So I understand why they don't. Um, But we have a few that come in. Not not a whole lot. Well, I think part of that is we do have the student life with with Rebecca Mm -hmm. McQueen, Dean McQueen, and and they are able to go to that office as well. And uh, so it it, it helps for them to have multiple areas, I think, where they can go. Mm Mm-hmm. So over the course of your 37 years, what are some of your highlights? Goodness. I have been voted um, Outstanding Staff Member of the Year twice. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank well you. deserved. Uh, I've gotten the Wesleyan Way Award once. Mm-hmm. Those were very exciting. I was very honored um, to get those. Um, I've seen, I had a work study several years ago. You probably know her. Her name is Catherine Evelyn Sherrard. Ah, yes. And she worked for me as a work study. We became very good friends. And uh, we're still to this day very good friends. I was in her wedding. So I love meeting people, the students. Mm-hmm. And when they come back, they come and see me. And uh, that part is the best part of the job. Well, and you must have mentored Catherine Sherrard very well. For those listening, she is now one of our board of trustee members. So she has come back to yes. Kentucky Wesleyan College. So whatever you did well rubbed off on her. <laughs> 
I don't know about that, but I did enjoy <laughs> Catherine. I still enjoy Catherine to yes, this day. Yes, she's a lovely woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I will ask you this, and I'm not asking for dirt. I'm not asking for anything, uh, pulling out uh, bones from the closets by by any means. But over your 37 years, there have been some down times, I would assume. And and what 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 type of days put you in a blue mood? Goodness. Um, I guess if I can't get everything done in the day that I want to get done, because I really have kind of in my mind an agenda every day when I come in mm-hmm. what I want to get done. But like I've said before, sometimes other things dictate what I do in that day. Uh, and that, that kind of bothers me if I don't get it done like I want to or when I want to. I have uh, become relegated to the fact that I will never get my to-do list finished. <laughs> I, I just try to knock out whatever I, I can and, I and, and watch others kind of float to the top. But that's mm-hmm. good. So if, it, it, so if you were given the keys to the, the campus, what would you like to see done? What I would like to see done is that we bring back, now I know a lot of students travel abroad, which Mm -hmm. I think is fabulous, but we used to have um, classes that traveled here within the United States. We used to have one that went out to uh, Arizona. We had one every spring break that went to New York. Mm -hmm. Um, The business department, the uh, theater department went, and Myself and my husband, and actually Catherine Sherrard went on that trip mm-hmm. too, went one year with them, and that was the best trip I've ever been on. And so many of the students had never been out of Winsboro, mm-hmm. and it was so much fun watching them. And we went to plays on Broadway, and everything I think you would want to do if you went to New York, but it was already playing for you. The bus picked you up, took you to the airport, uh taxi picked you up at the airport took you to the hotel and you know you just pretty much walked everywhere else but it was the best trip well and i think you'll be happy to know that we are beginning to increase our study abroad yes and to us study abroad is not always leaving the united states and as you said many many uh people grow up and they've never left owensboro Mm -hmm. and i was that way as a uh, undergraduate i grew up in south dakota and up through the time uh i graduated as an undergraduate i'd only left the state a handful of times. And that was through athletics. And, and once I, I got to present uh, at a national chemistry meeting, but very few times that I ever leave. And, and it wasn't really until I was a graduate student mm-hmm. and you realize how much you're missing by not seeing other parts of the nation. And we are such a diverse nation. Yes. And, and to me, it's as, as important as what you said, pick somebody up from Owensboro, put them in New York city. That's a whole different world. Oh yes. Or, or pick uh-huh. them up and put them somewhere in California or somewhere in Texas or yeah. somewhere in my home state, put them in South right. Dakota. That's yes. And, and then that can be as important as going across the ocean. Right. So yeah. we will see hopefully more of that as Good. we broaden. And and so, yeah. So maybe I'll get to take another trip. Most certainly. Yes. Most certainly. One of the one of the students that went on that trip with us had never flown before. And he was petrified. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a good trip and it was pre nine eleven. Yeah. So we had a lot of freedom. Yeah. But then a few minutes later, or a few months later, nine eleven happened mm. and everything has changed. And everything will continue to change, right? And, and that's what we find out to every generation. Everything changes. And we need to be able to stay flexible and to change with those times. Exactly. Otherwise, we get left behind. Exactly. So, unfortunately, we are out of time. Oh. So, I would like to offer you the same as I offer all of my guests, and that is to give the last word to our audience. It catches everybody off guard. Just have fun with it. 
Uh, well, I am very thankful. I have been allowed to have 37 years at Kentucky Wesleyan College. My daughter graduated from here. It's like um, a family for me. It always has been. And I'm just thankful that I enjoy doing what I do and that I've been allowed to stay here as long as I have. That is just a wonderful statement. We are grateful that you are here. And I hope you understand that. Everybody with whom I've spoken, you are uh, just beloved on campus everywhere. <laughs> so we will end the show with that. For all of those out there, be good to, be good to each other and, and more importantly, be good to yourself. And until next time, goodbye. The proceeding was a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC. Cannot be reproduced, rebroadcast, or recorded without written permission by the show's host, WKWC, or Kentucky Wesleyan College.